Welcome to another episode of Doubtfully Daily Matigo, a short podcast, rarely longer than it needs to be, where I get to discuss whatever happens to be on my mind. And today it's all about training. One of the things I have found myself doing a remarkable amount over the last five years is showing people how to use computers. This isn't only because I've been writing software at the day job for about five years now, but it's because a lot of times when people run into a problem with a computer or with software, they stop and they don't want to do something for any number of reasons. It could be out of fear of making a mistake or making things worse or just a lack of interest. And what I've tried to do is show people that it's okay to make mistakes because we're human, we all make mistakes, but it's also okay to explore and to try and solve problems, or at the very least, remember how to solve problems. And this is something that I've been trying to share with some of the um, younger developers who are joining a lot of the projects that I'm working on now as well, because I'm seeing a lot of times somebody will report what they call a bug. And it's not a bug in the software, it's a bug in the process, so to speak, because somebody doesn't understand how to do something. And this could be due to incomplete training. It could be due to like, any number of things. It really doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, the problem is not technically related to the software or the data or anything of that sort. It can be resolved via the user interfaces um, relatively quickly. And a lot of the younger developers, because they're trying to prove themselves and they're trying to uh, be useful within the organization, they will just go and do something and usually not using the front end tools, they'll do it in a, in a slightly more terrifying way. They'll just go into the database and make changes manually in the database, which I am strongly against for so many reasons, and then report something is being done as something is being fixed. And then they get to be considered a hero or somebody who has helped solve a problem, but it didn't actually solve the actual problem because the problem that needed to be solved wasn't so much that the data needed to be recorded or removed or edited or whatever. The actual problem was the person using the software didn't know how to accomplish a task. And this is something I've really tried to impress upon people that not everything needs to be solved with software or with a query editor or things of that sort. We don't need to do these things, especially if the tools to solve the problem already exist. And I have found in the last or over the last five years that with my employer and a couple of others that I've been freelancing with over the years, um, if you can show somebody how to solve a problem, that is far more useful than actually solving the problem for them. It's, it goes back to that old saying, teach a man to fish and he eats for a day. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Teach a man to fish, he eats for a lifetime. It's the exact same thing in the workplace, you show somebody how to do something. And so long as they're interested in keeping their job, and so long as the process is not remarkably painful, like just full of friction, then they will remember how to solve that issue. And they will remember also that you show them how to do things. It's not as though you're just handing them a PDF and saying, read the manual, or here's a website on how to solve that problem. No, you you can do that, but you can also communicate with them directly and say, here's how to solve the problem. And by the way, I didn't solve your problem. You can go do it now uh, and fix your own issue, but do it in a very positive, in a very um, collaborative way, because you don't just want to hand something back and say, well, this is your problem. 
um, that doesn't build trust. It doesn't build collaboration. It, it just, it's just bad for so many reasons and nobody likes that. So what I've been doing and what I've been trying to impress upon the younger developers is, yeah, go out and communicate with people because that is far more important than writing code or changing data or things of that sort. And when you do communicate with those people, listen to them. Find out why they didn't do it in the first place. Is this, is it simply a training issue? Because if it is great, maybe that means we need to update the training, um, the, the training videos or the training documentation or the trainers who go around and show people how to use the software. Um, perhaps it's because there's something that we have never seen before, some kind of friction that we didn't know about. And if there's something that we can do better, if we can make the software better to reduce that friction, then everybody wins, not just that one person, but the people who have that same task. And a lot of the a lot of the people we have using the software, they're based all over the planet. So we've got people who are very proficient with computers. We've got people who are less proficient with computers. And we've got people who are terrified of computers, all using these systems. And it's very important that we try to, we as creators anyways, try and understand how people interact with this stuff. Over the last couple of weeks or months, or I don't know how long I've been trying to convey this message to our young developers, it's, it's slowly starting to catch on. People are starting to see the value of it. But there are two developers that I work with on and off um, who just refuse to do this. They really want to be the hero. The problem is because the culture that I'm trying to build into the development team is one of communication and collaboration, the people who do go out and communicate and collaborate are building a lot of trust within the organization. I've got managers who are just talking to these people, like without going to me, they're just talking to these other people, to these junior people or to other people who just speak the native language of the area um, and trying to learn things or trying to understand why something works the way it works or present a problem and say, hey, you know, this might work fine in you know, English-speaking countries, but it doesn't work very well in Portuguese-speaking countries. And then we try and sit down and understand why that is. And then from there, the junior developers will come and talk to me, talk to the program managers and things of that sort, and work on a, uh, on a much better solution. And that's great. Everybody wins in that particular situation because we build trust, we solve actual problems, and we can carry on doing good work. However, the two people who really want to try and prove themselves, people don't trust what they're doing. Um, and it's a lack of trust mainly due to a lack of communication. So they receive a bug fix or a, a, a bug report. Um, they see that it's not actually a bug. It's a learning experience. Like so it's a, something that can be used to teach somebody, um, regardless of whether that's the user or themselves or us or me, it doesn't matter. But uh, they see that and they say, no, 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 I'm just going to solve the problem and send a message back to say it's done because in this way, my velocity is up, like the, the number of points that they complete in a week and all these silly metrics that managers enjoy, but I find utterly useless. Um, they really want to do that. But the lack of trust is beginning to show because there's already talk of not inviting these people to other projects because we don't know if they can be trusted, so to speak, um, to attack problems in a collaborative way. 
And some of the things that we've got going on in the near future for this year and going into next are remarkably collaborative. And if the people building these collaboration tools can't themselves collaborate, then what kind of messages is, is that going to send to the rest of the organization? So as I'm putting together my team and as um, the management is looking to confirm that the people I'm choosing are correct, we're starting to identify these people who don't like to communicate and say, no, maybe we shouldn't include them. So it's something to think about. It's something that I think about quite often. And like I keep reiterating, it's something I try to show the young developers, the people who, or just people who have generally worked either alone or in isolation for a long time. It's much more important to communicate and show people how to do things rather than just doing it for them, because there's no reason for that anymore. The more everybody knows, the more everybody wins.